Shoot, man. <clears throat> 13 days. 13 days. Until Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And then what, 18 days till the end of the year? Left in the year? Yeah, something like that. 18, 19 days. Flying by, man. We kind of blew right past uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Yeah. We didn't talk about it last time. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we, we, we lightly talked about it. Uh, you know, well, first of all, because I want to address that. And I also want to address the some the uh, what our guest, Kevin, was talking about with the uh, Japanese uh, oh, yeah, we United States citizens. Yeah, yeah, we but, did. Uh, well, first of all, it's uh, December 12th, and it's uh, turning a little festive still. I mean, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm well. getting in uh, the mood a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, producer, for being here tonight. For producer Austin, dudes like us, I am Sean. I'm Paul. And I am Jeff. We're flying slow-lo. Slow-lo? Slow-lo. I had a little bourbon on my lip. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um... Uh, the last podcast we had Kevin out here, and Kevin enjoyed uh, some some cocktails, and thank God he made it home safe. Good boy. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, he was talking about. Uh, I was bothered. I mean, I thought about it several times, you know, because in um, growing up in, uh, in high school and and uh, it was taught in history uh, what had occurred to the Japanese residents when the Pearl Harbor uh, happened and how they corralled them all and put them in uh, concentration camps, essentially. Internment camps, yeah, but they they glossed over it. Uh, they kind they of did. did. They I didn't know it was four years. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, you would think they would vet them and then and then let them go. No, it was the length of the. Well, it was a black eye. It was the black eye for horrible. for the United States. But the thing about it is that we we didn't give it the right kind of attention. And you know, we talk about all those reparations for these uh, folks that may or may not have come from Africa as slaves. And here we are in the United States enslaving our own people, our own United States citizens that just happened to be coming from Japan. And it's just like, to me, that has more merit of reparations than some of the folks that weren't even in Africa, you know, getting reparations. And it just it, it just kind of bothered me and it kind of stuck with me a few days. And, you know, I'll, I'll let it go. But I didn't want to be a, I didn't want to not say something. Because that is an important part of history, and we should not be very proud of that. Uh, was it the right thing to do? No. Uh, wh- were there some concerns? You know, it, it turns out there was well, some concerns. Well, the Japanese back in the day were bad. The, the, yeah. Not they, somewhere. Yeah. Well, they but, weren't not, to be, I mean, that was a total sucker punch they pulled. Oh, yeah. And but, so they were like, well, what, what lengths are they going to go to to be even more mischievous, right? Correct. Let's look at the, uh, let's look at some of the history of what Japanese people have done for this country. I mean, you talk about how the black slaves have done stuff. Well, they have, but the, uh, the, um, what's it called? Thank you. The Japanese people, they were pioneers in, in the railroading. That was Chinese. I think uh, it was Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Producer, apologize. I have a hot tea out there. Can you grab that for me as well, please? Thank you. You sound a little. I got a little. Yeah, I got, got something, something going, going on, on there. Man. I got some phlegm or something. Uh, it's just. Uh, I don't know, man. It just. It's that time of year. Tis the season. Yeah. You know. I, I would just say I have a, a little a light cold, and some of these people are like, yeah, you got COVID, oh, you son you know, of a bitch. You know what? Speaking of the the, the turn of this, when I say turn of the century, the 19th century, right? There's a really good show on HBO. I guess it's called Max now, right? And it's called Warrior. Skin Max? No, it's not Skin Max. I think that's kind of gone out the window, the whole Skin Max thing. Oh, now that Pornhub's here. Yeah, no shit. But uh, there's a... TV show, I think it's in its third year. I've watched them all, and it's, it's it's a really good show. It's called Warrior, 
And what it is, it takes place in the turn of the century, San Francisco, I think, or Los Angeles, somewhere on, I think it's San Francisco. And it's uh, the Chinese, so you have Chinatown, but then you have the Irish, and they're fighting for the same work, to work Mm. in the steel mills. Right. right, so you have these uh, hard ass Irish guys who can beat yeah. the shit out of everybody. Then you have these Chinese guys who can basically beat the shit out of them because they're they're ninjas. They're ninjas. Well, that's Japanese, but it's this right here. So, um, but were they action packed? Well, no, this is a TV show. So. No, I mean, but but were, were the, was the typical Japanese or Chinese people were they uh, were they in the martial arts? Was that part of their upbringing? Well, well <clears throat> I don't know, but uh, it was part of these guys' upbringing. And um, really good action fight scenes. It's kind of like an old western type of thing. I'll yeah. tell you what, I right. really enjoy watching, or at least uh, uh, enjoyed watching uh, some of those uh, Asian fighting movies. I mean, they're acrobatic. I mean, it, they're, it's amazing some of the stuff they can do. I mean, you don't understand anything they're saying, and it's, it's quite hilarious because they have <laughs> the closed caption. And, right. <laughs> and well, I recommend this because... Uh, it looks good. You, We're looking at the preview right now. It's... Yeah. Uh, it looks really good. It's, it's, it's really good. You got the cops against everybody. Political intrigue. You know the the people trying to pull all the strings. The rich people who own the, the steel factories, uh, and then you got the Chinese trying to make their way. And I would imagine. I mean, that's probably a legit struggle back then, right? I mean, you had these migrants coming in. Nobody. You know, there was a limited amount of work, right? Well, that's kind of like right that's now. Kind of like right now, to be yeah. honest. And so, yeah. I mean, Except way, way, yeah, you're, way worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're there to fend for yourself, right? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. I mean, back then, I'm sure they didn't get much government <laughs> subsidies and I've government got, handouts. They didn't, get, they didn't get shit. They didn't get I've shit. They had to work for everything, right? Something right. that really grinds my gears. Anyway, I recommend that show. Yeah, I'm de- I'm, gonna, I'm definitely watching. It's on Netflix currently? It's on HBO Max. No, it's on Max. HBO Max. Yeah, if you get, if you get that. <clears throat> so, I, I got to tell you something that really... Really grinds my gears. I was trying to watch uh, the news today when they had the five on, right? And it was interrupted by uh, the press conference with um, the Ukraine president, uh, Zelensky, Zelensky. Yep. and Biden. Excuse me. And it, it just, and he's here to ask for more money. Yeah. That's basically what he's here for. Right. And it's just like, and he's like, oh, well, just thank you, Biden. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm thinking, no, motherfucker. Thank me. Right. Thank my neighbor. Right. Thank my brother. Thank the United States citizens. <clears throat> Don't thank Joe Biden. Thank us, because we're the ones that are, are paying for this shit. Well, if you think about the amount of money that we've dumped into Ukraine, how how much of that could have gone to other things? Well, yes. Five billion of that could have built the wall. Well, I mean, right. there, oh, there we all gave kinds them a hundred billion, didn't we? Uh, one hundred twenty, oh, I think, at this point. Yeah. It, what if you? What if we want to put? What if we want to put that into Social Security? <laughs> Did you oh, say a hundred and twenty billion? Oh yeah, it's more than that right oh. now. That's unbelievable. I mean, what if we want to put that into Social Security? What if we did? What if we put it into uh, solving the homeless problem? Oh yeah. yeah, obviously we can. So, that can happen I mean, because you saw what happened do? in San Francisco, right? Right. When uh, when the Chinese premier visited. Well, the president came over. Yeah, and they yeah. they wiped out all the homeless people, cleaned it up, yep. looked but, nice. But look, here, here's here's the thing that that I really wish that they would address is that I don't want to be that douchebag that doesn't help out another country. You know, absolutely. But what is the return? You know, is it, oh, you fit to feel good about yourself. No, that's not quite what I want. You know, I mean, I feel bad. 
for them. What they're framing the what what the good of it is is that you know it'll keep Russia from expanding their aggression past Ukraine. It's like that is not going to happen. What does Ukraine have to offer us in return? Besides holding all the secrets that they don't want us to know, but what do they have with minerals? I mean, are they, they're loaded with minerals. It's well, so, a big uh, farming country. But my, grain, my point is, is, is that grain. what are we going to get in return? Because if we're going to be sending them all this money, which again, I'm not necessarily 100% against. I want to help them. Absolutely. I want to help them out. But, you know, we got to have some return. We need some extremely discounted whatever the fuck they got up there. You know, I mean, China's up there right now. China's harvesting. Uh, all the minerals out there, China's in Ukraine. In Ukraine, Chinese up there. No, maybe we are as well. Maybe maybe we're in Ukraine mining right now. Well, that's just it. We don't know, and it's it's they're they're not very transparent about it. Everything that is going on is behind uh, behind closed doors. Well, it we need more black money. Hole. It, it's kind of like it giving is. your kids uh, money to go to the movies or giving your kids money to do something. You're like, bitch! I already gave you a hundred bucks. Well, and, you need and, more. And not to mention, Ukraine already has a, a a horrible history of corruption. Correct. And that money is lining so many pockets. I mean, it's yeah. just it's just like. Mm. Zelensky's going to come out of this extremely wealthy. Oh yeah. If he doesn't get killed, he'll be extremely wealthy. I think. Zelensky, yeah, well, he'll be extremely wealthy at the other end of this. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, he's already super wealthy, but I, I mean, know. it sounds like it's it's pretty much a stalemate, and uh, you know they're just. Oh, gonna, but they're but gonna... Biden's talking up a big storm, a big 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 talk, saying, "Oh, well, Putin is uh, is losing, Putin is failing, and he's losing the war, and all this shit." It's like, you know what? Putin can destroy Ukraine, destroy it if he wanted to. He can go and just. Devastate it. Just level it. All he's got to do, I mean, is use the nuclear potential that Hillary Clinton gave him to to melt Ukraine. Well, I mean, anybody he could. Yeah, I know. Well, but I mean, you can't you can't play the nuclear card, right? Well, that's what they're that. You know what? They're everyone's playing the nuclear card. Not yet. They're you threatening. Know, man, you know, I say I don't know. circle the wagons. Let's take care of the United States. It, let's take care of the United States. We have, I mean, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but there was a, a news report of uh, the cameras showing like over 500 Chinese uh, nationalists coming in. Correct. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's just like, what is going on? These aren't families. These aren't these people. Are, these are military-aged men. Yeah. yeah. These, these guys are, look, man. This is not good, man. We're, we're uh Man, this is a bad deal. I'm not. I'm not excited about this. And the fact that Zelensky comes in on in our fucking house and asks for more money on top of everything we've given him. Sorry, dude. You know, I love what Trump said to him back in 2018, 19. You know, I was like, hey, man, you really need to work this out with Putin. You know, right? You know, and and you saw the look on Zelensky's face because it was right in the press conference, and Trump's kind of like he's got his hands folded. He's like. You really need to work this out, Putin. You know we, we got to stop having people die. You know, and that's exactly what needs to happen. Yeah, well, whatever, man. I hate um, talking about this shit, but these are things that dudes like us know. Uh, the grow, you know, right now it's a sign of the times, especially during the hard times. You know, because every company in the United States is is affected by this. You know, the, the uh, unemployment is isn't as high as it should be. At least it wasn't as high as when when Trump was in office. Or you know, even and, as low. Are as low, and uh, and they were bragging about. Oh well, unemployment is now three and a half percent. Actually, it was a three and a half percent down because it can't be three and a half percent. I think yeah. it's come down. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't. What is the unemployment rate currently? I haven't heard the latest figures. Yeah, well, I it's think, just like I think the, unemployment's not really uh, too much of an issue. It's, right now, it's just inflation, right? Yeah, inflation. And now, that, this, now they're calling it uh, now the new. Well, it's not new, but shrinkflation, right? Whatever. You're hearing that term a lot thrown around out there. there you go. Well, you're paying the same up. amount for less. Right. Like your cereal boxes are getting smaller. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, right. Like our, our bourbon bottles. Smaller. Right. Bourbon bottles are, are now down to 700 milliliters, at least some of them. Jack Daniels tried doing that shit. What the fuck, man? Oh, well, it's a European thing to do. Yeah, it's stop European. It. Did they stop doing it? I don't think they stopped doing it. I don't think it. they've stopped. No. I don't know if it's on any other bottles, though. And, you know, I'm okay with that. I mean, look, I'm, I'm okay with that. But don't charge the same price. Right. You know, that's just it. You get a smaller box and, you know. I, I'm I'm disgusted with all kinds of tons of stuff. And, you know, I know people want to listen to this podcast so they can escape. And this is not helping. You know, we're bringing all this stuff up. <laughs> we need but, to dive right into it. Well, you know what? I'll tell you. Fucking Zelensky. You know what's weird? I gotta. Austin told me not to bring this up during the podcast, but I, I gotta tell you, I, like fuck it, I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that it, and look, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this off with uh, I, I don't really care. People can be them, and whatever they want to do, just be them. Be yourself and be happy. That's it. Be yourself and be happy. Um, there's uh, there's people, but men that paint their fingernails, and how do you feel? I mean, every time I see, first of all, I don't care again. But when I see someone with their fingernails painted, it just kind of no, Paul. It doesn't arouse me. I see the way you're looking. It, it it's just a different. We didn't grow up with that. It yeah, exactly. So, so we just look at we we think it's just. We didn't grow up different. with uh, men wearing makeup either. Yeah, I mean, we did grow up with some guys wearing earrings. I guess I had an earring. Right, I did too. I had several. Right. So in, I mean, in a cock ring, right? Whoa! No, Is that what you said? Oh, I've used one, but I mean, was it a Van Dyke? Is that I mean, not, not a piercing. No, through the tip with a chain. Yeah, going we, through we the... could stop there. I mean, nice. I, I like how you <laughs> unveiled a lot, uh, a lot going on in there. You unveiled your surgery today, so dudes like us have to have surgery every oh, now yes, and then. You got to go to the dermatologist oh, and, I didn't even and get notice. your skin checked out. Look, he's got an open gash on his uh, all Holy sewed shit, up. That is quite a scar. Oh, no, you're gonna it's, have. it's not an open gash. It is. Sewed together. Yeah, it is sewed together. It looks like a Frankenstein scar. Yeah, what it looks it, like. that's uh, that's that's meaty. Well, he, <laughs> well, he even said that uh, he goes, "This is going to look big and nasty until we take the staples out, or the stitches out." He goes, "Because we pull everything together, it's going to be all raised and nasty." He goes, "Once those come out, it'll lay down." Yeah, and everything. So. But you know, you, you got to get it done. The alternative yeah. is uh, you know dying. So yeah, I, I, you know that's. Sure, it's uncomfortable. I'm glad that I see that it's out and it doesn't look extremely oh. offensive. Not like those pictures that I refuse to look at. You sent like <laughs> during not the process. You, yeah, you did. You, God, you, you yeah. fucking sent like five or six. I don't even know. I just like scroll, 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 scroll. I still haven't opened them. I, I refuse to. I'm not going to look at those. Those it are was, disgusting. Uh, yeah, it was. It, he had his tweezers. I saw one thing where he's pulling on something. I was like, fuck me. Oh yeah, I was there. Julie took those pictures. You're one sick motherfucker. You and what what was interesting? It's off on that shit. <laughs> well, Julie Julie does, and uh, she was the one taking the picture. She was like right down there watching them. And uh, what's interesting is it's on my forearm, and he removed the skin, and he goes, he goes, you see this? I couldn't see it because it was over here down lower. He was telling my wife. He goes, you see this bluish thing here? He goes, that's a vein. He goes, that's what you see underneath the skin. So uh, he was pointing at it, and it was, I mean, you can see And it's see like it. right there exposed. You can see it. I'll show it to you in the picture. No, no, that's, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. So they took the, 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 a lot off, a lot out. Uh, like, well, I guess the, your 
third layer of epidermis, right? Well, they go all the way down. Yeah, so that yellow stuff is the fat, right, Ugh. in your body. So that the yellow is, is the fat. Yeah, okay. So. All right, we're good. All on. right. Well, but you when you what? have it done, I, I won't get into it too much, but when you have it done, they, they, they measure it first. And then they. They use a ruler? Yes. They, he has a ruler. He'll, he'll come down. He'll measure it. And he's speaking to his assistant. Was it made out of wood? <laughs> it was not made out of wood. It was a little <laughs> plastic thing. And uh, based off the size, then they have to go uh, like four millimeters on each side, and then uh, on the they make a big diamond essentially. That's interesting. So they it. use metric. Yes. So they want it's we have to go four millimeters outside to make sure they get all of it. Right. 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 So they they take extra off to make sure they they uh, get all of it. A certain. Yeah, we ought, to, we ought to really switch over, get rid of the uh, imperial system, and jump onto metric. You know, I don't think that's going to happen. It, it probably won't, but I mean, it'd be it'd be wise. You know, I'd like to try to have them figure out how we can change the calendar, make that metric. Well, yeah, we change it too. So uh, the uh, so no for you guys on the uh, the fingernails. I I don't really care. Um, like I said, I I think I usually see the artsy type doing it. Yeah. Like the art students yeah. and musicians. Well, you know, my daughter dated some dude. He came over here with cherry red fingernails. No, and pass. They were, I mean, they looked nice. They were well manicured. And I was just were like, they like yeah. French manicured? And uh, Well, no, they didn't have the French tips on them. Did they he have just, the gels and everything? I, just, I, I don't know what gels I, are. I guess I just don't understand the why, the why behind it. But the why for our generation is different than the why for this generation. So if someone walks in and you're interviewing them and they come in and they have bright red fingernail polish on. It wouldn't end well. Do that? Does that exclude them? See, I would. You, you know, it would be a thing as a HR. It'd uh, be a check. Yeah, if, if mentally yeah, a mental check. But, yes. Yeah. It, you know, you've got these companies out there that you, you got to hire people. There's some sort of uh, moving company out there that's being sued, uh, called Meathead Movers. Meat. Uh, yeah, Meathead Movers. I believe it's something like that, and they would hire a couple uh, older guys, and uh, they sued them, and. They, uh, I think they got 10, they wanted like $10 million or some ridiculous amount of money. And uh, they went down to uh, $5 million. And I think they're down to 750000 But the point is, is that, I mean, they'll, nowadays these people are coming. Is that what it is right there? Oh, well, it's uh, Meathead Movers uh, getting sued for, what, what is that called? Uh, Age discrimination. Yeah. After touting student athlete workers, oh, yeah, you okay. can't do that. You can't hire a certain type. I always always think because I go down to the uh, Panda, oh, there you go. I usually go down to the Panda Express down there mm-hmm. uh, by the mall, and I only see Asians working in there. Really? So I'm thinking, well, they'll have some Hispanic cook or something like that, right? But all the all up front houses, they're all Asian, which is fine. But I'm wondering if I walked in here, or my son or your son walked in here, would they be given a fair chance to work at probably this not establishment? Probably not. Probably not. And I mean, you're going to an Asian restaurant. I mean, you'd have to. Well, be it's Panda Express. Silly. It's not really Asian. Not really. It's fast food restaurant. Mm. Right? Yeah. Well, that Meathead Movers and Eight Time Inc. 5,000 honorary was sued by the EEOC uh, for violating age discrimination law in September. The suit claims that the company has failed to hire workers older than 40 for for a variety of roles, including customer service uh, positions, since uh, 2017. 
I can see, again, uh, if it's a very physical job and I walk in there and I'm 60 years old and you're like, can you lift? There has to be some requirements, right? Yeah, so if you're a mover, can you carry a dresser with someone up? Two flights of stairs. Well, th- well, these guys were these guys were campaigning for people to work for them, uh, like at the local gyms, and so they were wanting all the people not just to be young and healthy, but they, well, they student were, athletes is what it said. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're student athletes, but they're wanting they're wanting healthy, built individuals, and that that's yeah. It said student athletes, but it it was it was just dudes that are big. Well, guys, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like what was the uh, Abercrombie and Fitch? Remember that store? Yeah. Where you had to be essentially a Stylish. model, yeah. a model to be able to work there, right? Uh, how'd they get away with that? Oh, well, even Hooters. Well, you know, they I mean, hire all kinds of ladies in there now. Well, now, but I mean, there was a prerequisite, and then you see some other. <laughs> they were like, they were going to get sued, so they let some guys work there. It's like, yeah, but you got to wear the outfit. <laughs> Remember that they had pictures. Mm. It's ridiculous. I think I think like an Abercrombie, Abercrombie and Fitch, Fitch. Uh, you got to be a salesperson too. You know what I mean? I mean that was a big part of it. It wasn't just working there and you know what I mean, and right? Just stocking stuff and well, it, it's an image that they were going right. for. And actually, I saw a documentary on this where the the guy who created Abercrombie and Fitch was a tyrant, right? Really, and he got busted for um, discrimination, right? I don't even know if Abercrombie and Fitch is around anymore, but they. I don't. Even, I don't think I've seen it, but I. I never go to malls. It was huge so. back in the '90s and the early 2000s, I think. Right. And uh, it, was, it was all image based. Um, the stores you hear the music, you walk by and you oh, walk yeah. in there. And well, there's there there's shops just like that still. Correct. Right. But anyway, what is it called? Abercrombie what? Abercrombie and Fitch. I, I don't think I've seen it in a while. I don't know if it's at the mall anymore. Yeah. But you know what I mean, though, about salespeople. Like, people walk in and they're like, yeah, I was looking at this shirt. And they go, you know what, uh, you need to wear that with your, with your, you know, your figure. You need to wear this and, you know, you should look at these pants. And, you know, and what you do is you wear this, you know, blah, 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 well, I blah. I think what, during, what I saw and in that. That's, that's, that's the kind of people they want. I think, right. I think what I saw in that documentary is they would only help the folks that look like them. Uh, yeah, because so, they only want the good-looking people to wear those clothes. So the company also failed to identify new trends in teen fashion and spending. Abercrombie and Fitch hired new CEO in 2017 to oversee an overhaul of its brand. At least 450 stores were closed with plans to close more. Uh, the company has posted strong online sales uh, results in the demographic of 18 to 24 years old. Uh, yeah, the, the documentary was interesting, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Was that from BBC? Oh, I BBC don't know. investigation documentary. It could be. It could be. Interesting. Interesting. Crazy shit, man. So, um, you know, we had our final fantasy football uh, game played <clears throat> regular season this, this last weekend. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Paul and I and uh, Linda tied for third, uh, first place, and uh, essentially you tied for second. I believe Linda's first place, right? She's first yeah, place. But, I mean, yeah, but we're we're all tied. I mean, it's nine in. Oh, by record wise. Yeah, I mean, right. and yeah. you're you're technically second, you know. Mm. But most importantly, I slipped into the third spot on the points. Mm. I did. I, it took a miracle for me to leapfrog three people to get into that final third spot in points, 
and they had to get you know really low points, and I had to get ridiculous amount of points. How many points do you have? Uh, how many do I have now? Yeah. Um, fourteen something. Fourteen oh one. Yep. So yeah. Crazy. I mean, seriously, mathematically, to see to see what I needed to do to make that happen was a long shot, and I snuck in. And then the playoffs start this weekend. Yeah, I play. I play fourth down hero, four against five. Um, I play the Hawks. Yeah, the Rats play the Hawks, and the Bat Wings play the Ligers. Yep. So I scored the second least amount of points in the league, <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm tied for first. Yeah, as far I as know. the record goes, you know. Technically third, if you want to look at it from th- that point. But you know. yeah, they look at the record, and then you get a points after that. Right. So I'm technically. I'm gonna stop fifth. at the record. So I'm technically. Yeah, fifth. Linda had a great season. She's. I think she's still the one to beat. Oh in well, the playoffs. Seriously, I mean, but she's been battle of the basement since we started. I mean, she's been. She's oh, you been mean horrible. years and years and years? You mean? Yeah, I mean, she just had bad luck. I mean, it's all luck. It is. 100%. But yeah, she had bad luck. So this is great for her. I'm happy for her. Well, she's doing particularly well because she has a number of uh, of the Dolphins. I do. You do? That's me, yeah. You have Tyreek? I don't have Tyreek. I have the two running backs. Yeah, okay. I, I got their kicker. <laughs> and, I, and I beat Barry this past week. Well, so you know what? I don't give a <coughs> shit about anything else. I beat Barry. Fuck you, Barry. Well, Raheem Mostert <laughs> saved my skin this week because I was hovering around 48 points. Yeah, he scored two touchdowns in not garbage time, but two touchdowns after two horrible turnovers. Yeah, and I was just like, I was like, come on, guys. Yeah, your team was like a nutsack. I mean, I saw your quarterback at a minus four one point, and <laughs> yeah. your kicker was at a minus one. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I was like, I was like, I need to win this. I was like, what did they do to the quarterbacks that to make them not? score as much points. Did we they dropped it from six to four points for a touchdown. This is the first year we've done that. I don't know why we did why that. Why did we do that? Did I we don't vote think, on this? I, I don't remember voting on it. I don't think that was a wise decision. I don't think so either. You know, it, it kind of I, – I, I disagree with that strongly. Yeah, it really – it takes the it takes the power out of out of running uh, out of the quarterback a lot. Yeah, I mean uh, – I, I, I don't so remember So now you question, do I take a quarterback first or do I need to get a top running back or wide receiver? Makes you think twice about getting my or, man, it's, first pick. Or I'll tell you what, or even a top defensive guy, linebacker, well, because their points, I've got 20, 28, almost 30 points by some of my linebackers. So for dudes like us out there that play fantasy football, um, typical um, fantasy leagues don't have def- – they have a defense. Like you pick a team. Yeah. We actually have like defensive line. We start a DL and a DB, defensive back and a, and a the lineman. So, you know – Linebacker. Then you got to have a. Then you have yeah. a. Uh, yes. Then we have to have a backup. You know. So we got twenty people on our roster, and um, I mean, I like the rest of it how it's set up. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, the the tight ends really. I mean, if you could pick up a, a super hot tight end. Yeah. Ooh, I mean. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> fag. But if you could pick up a, if you pick up a power tight end, I mean, that makes a big difference. There's not a lot of them out there's there. Not there's not. There's not. There's like. Three, four, Travis but that's Kelsey. But my point is, is that you know, I I don't think next year I'm gonna wait because I used to wait. Like I pick, I pick the kicker like fucking last. It's like the very last pick is the kicker, right? And uh, and the tight end is is a couple before that. But I'm like, no, nah, I think I'm gonna move my tight end pick up a little it, bit. It sooner. all depends on what's available at the time. 
I mean, yeah. you know, if if the the three top tight ends go like fairly early, then and they're a dime a dozen after that, there's no point in burning a a pick a, well, an, they, er, an they, early pick. They drop really fast, quick point wise. Yeah, they do. That's what so, I mean. Yeah. So it all depends on what's out there. I mean, you the draft strategy should always be you take the best person available. Period. Yeah. Like my my linebacker got as many points as my quarterback. Right. So what makes yeah, me what makes me think the quarterback? Yeah. I should take first. Yeah. That that's that's kind of my point. <clears throat> or, and, or you know, early. of course, you have the conversation with Barry. Barry's gonna be like, "We voted for that, and uh, it was unanimous." And uh, it's like, I don't remember that. I don't remember. Was that, that during the hustle bustle of you wanted to exit no, stage there was, left? There was there was no vote on that on a quarterback thing. But I think we bring it up and say, "Well, let's vote on it again to see if that we still yeah, and agree." We need reparations from this past year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I need an extra 80 points for mine, and let's re-evaluate points. Yeah. <laughs> Redistribute it. Uh-huh. Uh, look, I'll, I'll joke and put aside. Barry is a dick, uh, but he does a good job with the, uh, the, uh, the, the league. You know, he takes care he, of stuff. He he's pretty quick. He doesn't want to do it. I think that's why he's a dick, because he's like, someone take it from me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, He's yeah. kind of like, I mean, it is a pain in the ass to be the commissioner, you know? Yeah. Well, so I we're mean, in playoffs now. Are we still able to add and drop and shit like that? I don't think so. No, I do think so. Your, really? your team is only frozen when you've been eliminated. So can we do so really? We, so we cannot I, trade with. I didn't know that. I thought it, you were no longer allowed to pick up and drop. So no. we we cannot trade with the folks outside of the playoffs. No. Our team is frozen. You should be able to trade with them. <laughs> that makes no sense. Why oh, not? come on. Look at you. That's, that's dumb. No, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Slide you a couple a bucks. cash under the table, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Beavers. I've, uh, hey, I see you have uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Jerry didn't make the playoffs. Who, who didn't make the playoffs? Uh, I don't know. Uh, four teams. Uh, David Bain, the uh, um, Beavers, the Blues, Plato Boys, and Hole in and One. And look how many points Plato Boys has. Yeah, and he didn't had make the playoffs. Thirteen ninety. He yeah. he had more than me. Yes. That just goes to show. That was man. like me last year. I had the second highest points, and I was second to last. Yes, I know. It's, it's well, uh, it's really you know, dumb. guys, it, it's it, you got to manage your team correctly. You, yeah, you, you got to dress accordingly. Yeah, man. we can give you some tips on that. Yeah. Jeff. All right. So I, I put just enough, and I've had this conversation with you guys before. You know, I put just enough uh, talent on my team so that I don't sandbag because I, I, I'm not about that. You know, let's win. Let's win clean. You have no control over it, Sean. Shut up. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes. You could have all the top players on no, there, I, and then you still lose. And I 31 points. Yes. I wasn't in it to win the most points. I was in it just to play and have fun. Right? Bullshit. You're well, in there to you're win. you're an idiot. Yes. <laughs> no. no. I'm you not contesting that the, either. You want to field the best team you can, but you never fucking know. No, you don't. Speaking Ever. of being uh, super excited and fingering animals, Paul. Ooh. You got your animals. first uh you got your first deer kill this past week, right? I did. I'm officially a, a hunter now. And you said you fingered the butthole? I did not finger the butthole. Well, that seemed to be a popular No, uh, that that West likes to talk about, you know, you know, usually in the old days, you know, you tear out the heart, you pour blood all over yourself, you eat the heart, and then you pound your chest and, you know, right. that kind of thing. I clearly saw Apparently, text. apparently West said the new thing to do now is to finger the butthole. Then wipe it on your face. I, I don't know. Uh, I didn't really see the, the 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 lure of that. Isn't there poop like little pellets? Yeah, I, uh, I seem I, like I, it would. Yeah, yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are, Jeff. Um, anyway, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, I I you know I didn't get I didn't sign on to this deer. So when you, when you shoot I'm, when you shoot the deer, 
does it have like uh does it like lose its bowels process a bunch of pellets at once like you shoot it's like oh well i think in general whenever a living creature dies uh yes it can lose its bowels it can can pee yeah (laughs) just Um, releases the muscles is no longer well you know it's amazing when you have uh you have a, a body that has uh, died for whatever reason, and it's in the morgue, and uh, the doctor is doing something, or the what do they call the guy that does the morgue thing? Corner. The corner. The corner's rolling the body over, and it'll fart or do some make some noise. You know, that's a groan. Oh, groan with a groan. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it goes. Help me. Go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, over and over again, you hear these stories where there are people in a body bag. In the in you wake the, up in the morgue and they're like help me and they zip it up and they like freaking out and yeah they beat them up and just, like what the you hell got to be dead. you got to be dead. I don't know I yeah I don't I, know. Th- there's been multiple stories like that now one yeah. one as recent as like last week seriously yeah yeah it's so crazy it's like their heart just went down to almost nothing they thought they were dead right it was pumping enough to keep the brain alive I guess I guess so um uh. So yeah, yeah, I, did I probably my, do need. I I, I have been a hunter help. for a long time, but I've never actually shot anything. That was the first time I have discharged my weapon in so, the field. So uh, let walk us through what happened. I mean, because I mean, did you feel good about? It? You're proud. Went up there and held it over your head. And was it a big yeah. one? I mean, was it baby Bambi or was it a, the mom or? Uh, so that was, was a grizzly. That was going to be my only day to hunt, right? And I don't know if I'm going to even get a chance to hunt again. So I was like. And it's so different from elk hunting. Elk hunting, I mean, you literally set out into the field and you go up mountains and you're and you're trying to figure out where they'll be and you're hunting them. Here, you're sitting on a chair, staring a at feeder. a feeder, drinking, waiting for the feeder to go off. Were you and then the feeder goes off and dumps a bunch of corn. And then you wait for like another forty-five minutes because they're conditioned now, kind of like cattle, to come to the feeder. I mean, it's just really that's not really hunting. That's not hunting to me. That no. really is not hunting to me. No. Even, and I and I. I guess if I had been a deer hunter first and then I was an elk hunter type of thing, it would have been a totally different kind of experience. But I started out four years of elk hunting and now I'm doing this. See, now we, now we know how it wasn't those... as fun as what it, I get. It, it wasn't that it wasn't fun. It was just like, really? 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 So now we know how those kind dinosaurs of, felt on Jurassic Park when they would kind of hang a, some sort of meat, like a little goat. goat. Yeah. And the Tronosaurus Rex would come up and... It's like it's not much of a hunt. Remember the little conversation they had right? about that? Yeah, it, it really it wasn't. I mean, you're not doing and you're you as a hunter are not doing anything to to increase your chances other than maybe not making noise. Well, you, you got to shoot it. Well, you're not hunting. You're shooting. You're shooting. You're just shooting. Yeah, yeah. it's like going to the shooting range, right. except you have to wait for the target to pop up. I'm okay with that. I'm okay no. with the killing deer like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, no, I mean it, it is the way it is. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, you know it, it's not good or bad. It's just different than I what I see was myself, expecting. Uh, but it's, relaxing it's still them. fun. I don't know if I'd call it hunting. They should call it something else. Yeah, you should call it like uh, what? I don't know. Shooting deer in a barrel. When you're hunting, you're actually out tracking or trying to find these animals. You don't feed them and just wait. Yes, I I, I actually agree with that. I, yeah. I, it's okay. not hunting. I, I agree, but at the same time, that is exactly uh, how primal instincts work. I mean, when you have these animals that need a drink, they go down to the pond and they drink, and what happens there? That's like the prime spot for other animals to attack each other. So it's not just us. 
I mean, the, uh, if it was a natural situation, I would agree with you. But you're putting out a feeder that's dropping corn at in, at intervals to to train them to come eat it. Rob, it's the same thing. It's it's a it's a resource that they need. Well, Whether it's water, I think it's different food. than hunting. Uh, well, Personally, but, but it, it it doesn't matter. That's what deer hunting is. Yeah, it's semantics. You know, right. I, I mean, it, I probably have a little more respect for bow hunting. Right, you got to be closer to the animal. You got to be quieter. Right, you have to be a better shot with a bow. You know what right. I mean? But anyway. Yeah, so I was up. I was it. up in a stand. It was a a, a very rickety, kind of rickety. I don't know, tw- twelve feet up in the air, and it was like every time I moved, I tried not to make any noise. You don't want to make any noise. Well, it would creak, but also it would like start to lean, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna fall to my death!" And then it would go, and then I would lean the other way, and so I was like terrified of falling out of this thing. And finally, I just calmed down about it. But I was out there for maybe two hours, and uh, it was funny because I got bored and i was aiming the gun at the at the feeder you know just kind of looking around the feeder and and all of a sudden uh yeah a doe just walks out of the trees and right into my crosshairs and i'm like hmm uh hmm so i want to take a shot at her because didn't look very big but i knew it i mean i couldn't I i really couldn't gauge how old the doe was right and i i watched it for about three minutes waiting for the I mean, if she was going to present the, her perfect side to me, you know, it's got to be broadside, and you want the head to be facing away from you, right? So, because you you know, you want to take a shot that is a humane sh- a humane kill, correct? Right through the heart, through the lungs, you know, so that you know they have a a, a quick death, right? So I'm lining it up, and I'm like, ah, shit, this might be my only chance because you know the sun's going to go down. So I went ahead and take the shot, and uh, I got a 300 wind mag, which is overkill for white-tailed deer. Right, and it goes, blam, straight down. I mean, you hear where, stories. Where, where'd you enter? You hear stories all the time of, you hit it, and then you got to you takes it chases, it runs off. Oh yeah, then it takes two hours of tracking the blood, and you got to find out. And sometimes you never see. There even, you go. Now there's the hunting part. Well, Correct. And, and, well, you sometimes go. you never find you it. Track it. Right. You never. Yeah. Seriously, that part I I, I respect as well. Anyway, uh, it went straight down. Well, maybe your sh- bullet should have some sort of like a like a hollow point. A GPS just destroys. trigger. Like <laughs> right. A little, like a little, right. what do they call those little Apple uh, buttons? Or what they call oh, yeah, just shoot, a, an apple, shoot tag. an apple tag into it. <laughs> right. Then like you a can, little disc gun. Right. <laughs> then, then you bring out your phone and go, okay, here it is. Right. right. Anyway, so I, then I, I, you know, I shoot it. It goes down. I, yeah, but I, where would you I, shoot it, though? Shoot in the neck, the butt, well, the eye? You're, you're always trying to shoot right behind the shoulder the, the shoulder blade so that, you, like I said, you go through the heart, through the lungs. Humane kill. So I'm thinking, oh, she went straight down. I'm, it must have been a perfect shot. Right. So I get down, I start walking over there, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like... He blew his leg off. There's a bullet hole in the top of her back. I shot her through the spine, okay? So which, she was paralyzed. Well, it, it actually became a humane kill just by luck. So I hit her in the spine on the, on the left-hand side, and a bullet came out of the, her neck on the right-hand side. So you know how they talk about the JFK thing, the magic bullet? Yeah. The magic uh-huh. bullet that danced. So you had a magic body. bullet. Apparently, I had a magic bullet because the exit wound was in her neck when I hit her in the middle of the body on the top of the spine. Well, that'll happen. You'll have uh, bullets hit bones. Yes, shooting your shoulder or shoot out your leg. That's basically that's basically what happened. So anyway, interesting. So uh, the the beer, the deer dropped, um, and who's uh, how many people were with you? Uh, nobody. Did nobody. you holler so by yourself? Did you go out there and scream and yell? Like, so yeah, as soon as fuck yeah. as soon as Jerry heard the shot, he started coming over with his. I mean, we're, we weren't far from the RV. We're probably I don't know, 
150 yards from the RV. I don't know. And so he came over with his. He's got a little uh, little EV bike. It's a four wheeler. It's a uh, trailer. Like it's an EV trailer. It's a little trailer on wheels. It's like a little I don't know cart. It's a cart. And so he brings it over with a hatchet, and he shows me how to field dress it, and and uh, yeah, we put it in the cart and and rolled it on over to the next to the RV. I mean, it was. It was, it was whatever. You just leave the pile of guts in the field? Yes. For the coyotes and shit? Yes. Eat. Yes. You're that pigs. sounds exciting, you're giving, you're giving back to nature. <sighs> did you Circle Did you eat life. the heart, or did you give the heart to Jerry? Uh, we did not save the heart, no. Hmm. Yeah. Jerry is a big proponent for eating the heart and stuff, isn't he? Well, he definitely wanted the elk heart. Oh, it was the elk stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, I anyway. He, I heard if you cooked that right. It's like a steak. Yeah, he he, he watches the Meat Eaters yeah. show, and he's real big on... Yeah, so he, is he, he like he he is a truly a hunter like through and through his whole life. Oh, so he puts it like in a little sous vide bag and cooks it for like eight hours. I mean, he, yeah, he does stuff. I don't know. I don't know slice, how he cooks it. Slice it. I, I've watched somebody cook a heart. They slice it thin, and then they fry it. So what are you going to do now that you got the 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 deer killed? You you cut it up. Did, are, are you going to mount it? To pro- process it? I already did. Uh, it's it's kind of pricey too. I mean, it wasn't a big dough, and I had to spend it's a hundred hundred dollars to pro, to have them process the cow, and then I think or the the deer, and then you I think you have to pay for whatever they I, I'm assuming you have to pay for whatever they make it into, and I just told them I want nothing but uh, smoked link sausage. So interesting, yeah. Which I'll so share, you're providing I'll share the with you so you're providing the raw material, but you're having to buy it back. I th- I think so. Something like that. And right? spend a hundred dollars to process it. What about the tax? What a racket! Yeah. It, it's it's a lot. How about to what? What about the taxidermy? Did you uh, you gonna mount it? No, I'm not mounting. I'm not mounting a baby doe. No. <laughs> you could like have it in your back porch by your patio yeah. by your pool. Right, that's what just I, standing there. I, I told Shelly that I'm gonna mount it and put maybe over the over the put in the back seat over the over the bed, <laughs> like over the bed. It's like leaping out of the wall. And, and then Jerry goes, "Well, oh, that'll be the last thing you mount in there." Then. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's funny. Yeah. Right. Anyway, it was. It, I mean, really, the experience just being out at the deer lease, right? I mean, it's quiet. I mean, there's you know, there's hogs, there's coyotes, there's you know, just different shit. To, Did you see any hogs? Uh, we tried to sneak up on some. They were under Jerry's feeder, and his light, his camera was going off, sending him pictures. And he's like, "They're there right now. Get your ARs." So we got our ARs, and we were like trying to sneak over there. I mean, come on, we're so loud. Right. And they like scrambled. Well, they're away. smart too. Yeah, those damn they, pigs are smart. So yeah, we spooked them and they ran away. So we didn't get any shots at it. I don't have a night vision scope anyway. So he was gonna shine a light, and we were gonna like scare him. Yeah, like shock. Well, like take. I don't know about but it was gonna be kaboom. Oh damn, they're gone. I missed. Yeah, really, those things frolic real quick. They're like bam, they're out. Yeah, they're out of there. Yeah, exactly. So smart. I need a night vision scope if I'm going to have really have some fun with that. So Let's get some night vision goggles so you can like flip them down. Yeah. That would be there are people that have that, like man. Like like at the four tubes. They have they have people that that spend money on stuff like that. Yeah. It's crazy, but So it was fun. It was fun. Good. I've but never really, been hunting. But really the story of the weekend was Jerry's been talking about how he wants to get a coyote, right? To shoot a coyote. And so we're sitting there looking out the window, and there's this big field. He's like, nothing ever crosses this field. I don't understand why they even put a feeder over there. Next thing I know, there's a coyote running across the field. And Jerry's like, oh, my God. And he grabs his rifle, and he goes out there. And, you know, it sees him. It stops. It starts to teeter away. Like, you know, anyway, it starts running. I mean, kind of trotting. He hit it 
moving at 170 yards and dropped it in one shot. It was crazy. What do you do with it? Oh, yeah, you just leave it there for the other coyotes. The reason why you want to kill coyotes, uh, and coyotes will scare away deer, and they'll actually kill deer. Uh, hogs will eat all the corn, eat all the feeder corn. Right. And keep that from attracting deer. Well, the, the pigs so they're, they're hogs will damage the terrain as well. Yeah, yes, they will. If, if you have crops and stuff like that, they'll, they'll, yeah, they're destructive. But there's no rules about killing coyotes and, and pigs, well, hogs. You even can do like it any time of day, any time of night, year-round. Even like the terrain where you want to, I mean, let's say you have a nice field out there. Right. They'll go out there and burrow and you cause all kinds of havoc. So not necessarily where they're destroying the land, but it makes it so that if you want to drive your truck through there, you're not going to be able to, you know, sometimes you can haul ass. Well, right. you got to you gotta slow down when then those hogs have been through because they, they leave these big pits. Right? Yeah, they rut in the, in the dirt. They dig it all up. And they, what are they? Yeah. Eating so. the, uh, the. What? <laughs> I was thinking what they eat. What are those uh, things in the ground? Grubs? Grubs. Yeah. I don't know what they eat, but they, you know. I think so, they eat everything. But, I mean, some people yeah, they say sure they're. Do. Some people say they're they're nasty eating, but then some people say they're great eating. It depends on how you field dress it. So anyway, so Jerry did shoot a hog, and he uh, yeah he had it he had it processed. So did he like it? Did we haven't got we haven't gotten any of it back yet. Oh okay. So I'm not going to get my my meat until like a couple weeks. Well, ago. some of those hogs get huge. Oh yeah, no. When we look at the camera, tremendously large. Some some of them are freaks. Like in the in the um, cameras, Mr. Producer pulled up the composition of a typical feral um, hogs, wild pigs. So they eat animals, and they eat algae, 80, and fungi. Eighty-eight percent plants, ten percent animals. Interesting. And then the rest of it's fungus, algae, and other materials. Well, they're omnivores, is what it is. Did you ever watch uh, Deadwood? No. There, it's it's a old western town, and uh, they had a uh, Chinese guy had pigs, so he had a pig pen, and that's where they would get rid of the bodies, mm. because the pigs would eat everything, including They'll eat the bones, anything. yeah, including eat, the bones. That that is, eat the teeth, yeah, that's probably a pretty good way yeah. to get rid of, you know, to get rid of a body. They, they, oh, they, yeah. they said because the pigs will eat them, and they will, they eat all of it, all probably, of it, probably pretty quickly too. Yeah. So, all right, write that down. If we ever have a body to get rid of, feed it to the pigs. Do we have? We don't have any pigs, though. So. Hmm, that's a problem. I'm gonna have some in the backyard. Hmm. And, and you can get a uh, agricultural exemption. Yeah. You know, um, I am. <clears throat> we went to Total Wine, and thank you, Kevin, for um, allowing us to, to pick up this bottle of uh, Jim Beam. Uh, I'm sorry, what's the name of it? Hardin's Creek. Hardin's Creek from uh, Jacob's Well. and um, This was apparently a unicorn. Well, it was a difficult one to buy, or find, for sure. And um, <clears throat> it's 15 years. Um, this is definitely a sipping one. I'm, uh, I am on the fence right now. I'm trying to... I haven't drank that much, and I think my taste buds might be a little fucked up, too, but... I, um... I smell smoked... I smell peat, I smell some... I don't pick any of that up. I'm not wowed, but I'm not disappointed either. Is it really 15 years? Is that what it says on the bottle? Oh, this is a combination of a 15 and a 16-year-old. I thought he said it was 18 and a 16. 
That, maybe that's what it was. Really? Yeah. yeah. So that that's what this is. It's yeah. a blend of that. No, it is. It's, it's 15-year-old high 15. rye and 16-year-old traditional bourbon. Right. It's not cheap either. No. No, it was walk out the door 150, 150 160 ish. Damn. So yeah. the, the nose it smells extremely good. Very sweet. <laughs> I saw your your fucking Zell <laughs> and 99 cents. <laughs> I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. So this, this nose, it says, a cornucopia of rich scents introduces the bourbon. Sweet caramel, cinnamon sticks, light nutmeg, baking spice, and rye spice are yeah. all present. I can, I, you know what, when you say it, it's all there. Everything yeah. you just said, is it's all there. Right. It is spicy. It's 109 proof. And it's not that strong. It's not. Well, I mean, that's not weak either. But I would I would say it's pretty smooth for being 109. It's got that. You could definitely taste the rye. The rye is paramount. And um, I just haven't taken a uh, bunch of pulls. I've only took one sip. So it's probably what we need to do. Probably need to drink. I think it's all right. It's it's good. Uh, Is it does it rank as good as some of the ones we've had recently? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm kind of. So this is a Jim Beam product, right? Yeah, Jim Beam. Um, James Beam Distilling. Right. So it says the palate. It's classic bourbon, so it's Jim Beam, right? So it's, it's that classic bourbon notes with a focus on more aged flavors. Aged oak, dried raisins, light dried leather, and spicy rye flavors. <laughs> it's like a, it's like some sort of raisin uh, little undertone in there. You know, when I took it down and... Uh, Julie always likes trying the new ones. Um, she said she smelled bananas foster. On the I nose. don't know what bananas fosters are. Is that's where the flaming bananas on the when they come out hmm. when they put some bourbon or some rum or something. Oh, on okay, there I can see fire. that little plantain uh, kind of. Yeah, oh. I, I will say this: I I smelled absolutely no ethanol in the nose. No, not at all. Or in the taste, it mm. it is definitely smooth. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely it's, it's, it's definitely has got some bite to it, the rye. Um, I think the nose is outstanding on this. Yeah, with my one good nostril. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but again, I, I'll stick to my I'll stick to my assessment that I, I wasn't wowed, but not disappointed. It was, it's just kind of if I were to give it a score, I'd give it like a six, six point six. Wow, I think so. Six eight six six eight to a seven maybe. I yeah. don't. Nothing um, wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. Yeah, you know, but for I, the price point, I want to disagree with you, but I can't. And the reason why I want to disagree with you is I'm thinking maybe we're not good enough to appreciate this. I don't know. Well, the, the, well these are our rankings. Yeah, we're not professionals or whatever. We know what we like, <sighs> what we don't like. Well, but we've drank a lot of bourbon. Yeah, well, I know. So we we so have we have some opinion. Some respect. Well, we have some opinion. We're comparing it to what we know, right? So we've had some really good shit. Yeah, I would say uh what would you say 68? 66. 66. I'm um I'm like 6.9. Yeah, we're right right around in there all of us are. Yeah. I don't, right? I don't want to give it a 7 cuz that's not fair. Uh because I've had 7s. Yeah. And um this is a Like it, I said, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's not like we would like if somebody offered it to us we'd be like, "Oh god, what is this?" But but I'm glad we have it though. But to oh, buy me too. Me another too. bottle at 150 bucks, I'd pass. Yeah, yeah not nope. likely. Yeah, it's good to have because it's good. But 150 bucks good, and no. Especially appreciative of uh, having the opportunity to get it. 
Yeah. So, yep, thank yep. you again. Well, thank it's nice you, to get uh, the it's nice to get the unicorns, the hard ones to find. It's just like Blanton's, right? So everybody wants Blanton's, but it's kind of a bland, just a generic <laughs> bourbon, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it should be called Blandons. You know? Yeah. So it's it's not the greatest bourbon, but everybody wants it. Oh, it's yeah. so sought after, right? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of silly. I, you know, I was talking to uh, some folks today about bourbon, and you know, I, <clears throat> I didn't realize. I mean, I don't know near as much as Jeff does about our inventory, but I felt totally within my my means to to be able to to chat with these these of two course. guys. I mean, and I oh, thought yeah. it was kind of cool. We've drank a lot. We've tried a well, lot just, of bourbon. It's the uh, it's the process of of going about because they're kind of like well, I don't even know where to start. And uh, you know, my my thought is, and some of the dudes like us out there that are, are interested on where do you start with this thing? You know, well, it's really on budget. Well, figure yeah. out how much you want to spend, and you just start buying some. Yeah, well, and you figure out what you like. There are different flavors, so I mean, the, the rye side, and then it gravitates over to the wheat side. It's it's basically you know those those two sides of it, and most people that start off, um, per Bob Petit Petit got the Pettit Pettit probably from uh, Lowers Crossing, you know he shared that most of the folks that start off really appreciate some of the weed. Weeded stuff, which is exactly what we it's did. It's a little softer. Yeah. So the weeded stuff is a, is a little bit more easier to drink. It's a smoother. A little smoother. Yeah. And it um, is. as you start climbing that ladder, uh, you start introducing some of the other stuff. And, and you know, if you introduce it early, you're not going to like it. Like, we didn't like the rye. We're like, oh, it's so bad. It's good. Paul must have picked this again. Tastes like coconut. Typical. You know, but I guess now we, we probably would appreciate them a little bit more. Yeah, but that that's my take on it. Well, it's it. also proof, I believe. You don't want to jump into 120 proof I don't bourbon. think so either. I that think, was part I of the conversation you, too. Yeah, you have to kind of, you know, build your build it up. Start at the so 80s, graduate he, uh, to the 90s he and work your way up. He showed me a picture of a Jack Daniel's bottle that his wife had purchased for him and it was about 120 proof. And it's like, man, I I I want it. I'm glad I have it, but it's so strong. And I was just like, well, you know, um you, you want to you know, single barrel? I mean, what, yes, it's one just, of those those Jack Daniels bottles, yeah, yeah, single you, barrel you. ones. You so, just you, you don't drink this to get drunk. You drink it to enjoy it. Yeah, right. So I was just like, look, you, you pour it in a glass, just a little bit, and then you take the. If it's too strong, then you take a lighter sip. If that's not working and you're simply just not enjoying it, then I, go get yourself a little bottle of distilled water yeah. and add an ounce to the glass. Any water, really? But yeah. yeah. Well, name it distilled. out. Just a few drops. Oh, just a few drops. Yeah, yeah. not an ounce. And I, I told him, uh, you know, and I, I made a difference between the uh, distilled water and regular water because distilled water doesn't have minerals in it. You know, you, you actually it. want limestone water, so you do want minerals in it. Well, if it's limestone, yes. Yeah, but where they the hell are you going to get that? You're not going to get that out of the tap. You get that from Amazon. You can buy bottles yeah. of it. No, distilled water. Is uh, probably preferred. I mean, unless you don't want sink water with fluoride. <laughs> no, no. In fact, that fluoride, fluoride is, you know, it, it can be any. It can be reverse osmosis water. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. Just use bottled oh, water. Oh no, I, I'm, I'm, but yeah, in the perfect yeah, world, yeah. I'm saying, why else would they want you to have distilled water in your cubes? You know, is to keep it makes up, the keep cube them clear. Looks perfectly clear. Okay, yes. that's one. And number two, probably the, the, the clear is number two. The number one is that it has no minerals. That's the number one reason. Right. But the minerals add flavors. Well, they add flavors that comes out of the tap, and some of those flavors just simply aren't desirable, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, especially here at Frisco, man. We get some ass-smelling 
certain times yeah. of year where they're cleaning everything. <laughs> yes. They That's something else. and stuff. That's something else that really grinds my gears, and I wish they would they would stop. But, you know, uh, somebody's in the back pocket of somebody. and Always. You know, when you look at uh, the, the history of where does fluoride come from, it comes from a, an extremely poisonous plant. And they have to do a bunch of shit to it, and then they introduce it to the water because they thought it was a good idea. Well, it may... It may be a good idea on some levels, but to have the government come in there and add fluoride to the water should be criminal because fluoride doesn't do good things to you. Fluoride eats too. the enamel on your teeth. One, two, it it's supposed depreciates. to make your teeth stronger. It doesn't. It depreciates. Yeah. It depreciates the marrow. It really bones. doesn't make sense. I mean, that's one of the it, things they push every time is a little f- some cup of fluoride at the dentist. Some will have seizures. Is this bad for your teeth? It yellows your teeth. Yeah, why would a dentist push it? It's It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, a it, dentist doesn't do that anymore. Does yours still do that? Well, they know I decline it, so they don't ask. They don't. I've never been asked. At the new dentist I go to, they have never asked if I want fluoride. What yeah. is that? That little red shit you put on your mouth and you smile? No, no. They no. just give you a little cup, and yep. they, they want you to... Uh, to yeah, spit, spit it, it out, out though. Yeah, spit it out. I, I so thought that was sepical. Yeah, I didn't realize it was so like hardcore. <laughs> reason, well, I remember reason number two hundred and fifty eight. Why we don't have video? Right. I remember as a child going to the dentist, and they'd have these mouthpieces, and they would fill them up with the gel. Oh, that's right. Go oh, to they, get an imprint. No, they'd fill it up with fluoride gel. They go, do you want bubble gum, strawberry, or blueberry? Oh. And they'd fill the stuff up, and then they'd stick them in your teeth. All right, now we need to keep them there for ten minutes. And you're sitting there with Gross. this, these, these mouthpieces in with this fluoride gel. I'm trying to think doing if I whatever ever... it's doing to your teeth. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, I'm trying every to time I went, I, I would had do, to that. do that. Well, I get, I'm getting bubble gum today. Yeah. Well, you know, I, the best thing about me going to the dentist was that when you leave the office, they usually give you like some sort of sucker or a sticker or some sort of. They have like a little treasure chest. Oh yeah, when you leave, you're like, oh, something. this is the best thing in the god blessing planet. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, the dentist wasn't that bad. I've had some bad experiences going to the dentist. I went when I lived in Colorado Springs. I went to the dentist, had a filling put in, numbed my mouth. Uh, went home, and uh, my mouth was still numb. And uh, I, st- I literally bit a hole in my lip. So oh. bad, I had to go back to the dentist, and they had to fucking sew it up. <laughs> wow. I bit an incredible chunk out. And I remember because I spit it on the ground. Oh, gross. And it was the size of a marble. And I still feel it today. The little, little, uh, little scar tissue. The, the little part right in the corner here. And they almost had to take out, like, a quarter. I mean, I, it was... A, it was it was a big deal. How and did you manage to do that? Man, I just didn't understand what was going on. And I, I bit my lip, and I couldn't feel couldn't it, and I didn't understand. <laughs> well, you know how sometimes <laughs> inside your mouth you have a certain layer, the outer layer inside your mouth, that is dead. And it has no feeling. You can actually bite some of your inside of your cheek. It's not a big deal. I can understand if you did, like, wisdom teeth surgery. Or something like that, but just a, just a regular dentist? They numbed the shit they, out of it that they, much? They went, yeah, they did, because I didn't feel anything. Did I they, went back they to they the dentist. and do other things to you? I mean, <laughs> well, like yeah. butthole things? Oh, man, I'm not a deer. What the hell? Paul? Did you say butthole? Yeah, he did. <laughs> huh. Well, you were alluding to it. 
Uh, was I? Yes, yeah, so I was just clarifying for the audience. That, they did, none of that happened at all. But clarifying. It, it is, what Paul means is butthole. It is kind of odd that they did I don't think numb my, my whole mouth. And when I went back to get the uh, stitches, they still didn't have to numb it. It was that fucking numb. They were like, can you feel this? No. Can you feel this? No. And they were just like, bloop, 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 And they were done like in five minutes. Huh. And I walked out, and my dad was just like, I remember him looking at me, shaking his head. He was just like, yeah. It's he didn't say anything. swollen and drooling. Oh, it was, man. It, and I don't recall it really hurting at all. It, but it was just one of those moments. You know, that's, that's what I remember. I don't know if any dudes like us out there did that, but God bless. And then you did you pick up start- your chunk of meat, put it on ice or milk, and then take it to him and says, can you sew this back on? No. Yeah. I think a neighborhood dog came by and licked that up pretty well. Grill, you grilled it up? <laughs> Oh. A sous vide. <laughs> Pull some cayenne pepper. I have had way too much teeth gum issues to ever. We had gum grafts, you said, right? Yes. God, I've you done gum, uh, I've You've done had gum all kinds graphs. of shit going on in that pulled. mouth. I what happened? Implants. Just, you know what? Just bad teeth. I don't know. Was it bad teeth or was it uh, the lack of uh, taking care of them? I mean, he, didn't I have, he didn't have fluoride over in Indonesia. Yeah, they didn't have fluoride. Yeah. See? Well, you know. Uh, well, whatever, man. You know, it's it just, I mean, to go back on the fluoride, the government imposing some of their, their reign and their, their control on you and some of the stuff they do. You know, like the, the fortified vitamin D milk and the, the calcium. You know, you have a, oh, like if, if you say bones, uh, I've got a deficiency in my bones. And what are you going to tell me to take? What kind of vitamin? Uh, zinc. C. Calcium. Oh. Well, Damn, I mean, he's right. It but just calcium. think about it. Calcium, right? Yeah, but what is, is the what is the what are bones made of? They're made of of like 12, 12 different minerals. I mean, it's it's manganese, it's magnesium, calcium, there's iron, uh there's there's a whole laundry list. And when you take that calcium, your body actually has to has to process that calcium and it actually does worse for you by uh, it's just my point is is that some of these uh these doctors that prescribe these things you know that shit is, yeah, is no these, longer some of these age old assumptions are yeah bad. That, that stuff is not good for you anymore right. we need to grow up and grow out of these things you know our bodies are more deficient uh our bodies in general uh uh god damn it, magnesium uh, on the whole entire planet are almost all the human beings on the planet are deficient in magnesium? What does magnesium do for you? Uh, magnesium does a lot. It's it, good it, for keeping the yang up. It well, it, yang it, yang. It, it does a lot for your muscles. It does a lot for your cells. Uh, it does a lot for your circulation. Um, magnesium allows the, the the water to get into the cells sometimes. Oh. Well, a lot of times, you know, it does a lot. It, they, do you take a magnesium supplement? I do specifically. I don't take that. I take a CalMag supplement. Yes. Calcium magnesium. Yes, magnesium. Yeah. Well, Magnesium I mean, feel better. And, and who am I? I don't know. Don't I look amazing? I'm not. A no, doctor. I mean, do, do, could you tell the difference between, no. between the before and after type of thing? Absolutely not. No, I'm still fucking. That's what always questions me. I, was, I know. I was, I was just like, how much of this stuff that we're taking? It, I mean, there are some people that I mean, I, I I'm one of them. We, I loaded up on so many pills. Like every day was like. You know, ten different bottles, and you know, E and A and and yeah. C and, and chromium pickle, yeah, oh, everything, you know, just everything, everything. zinc. And that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, today I take literally, I take thirteen pills, right, every single day, right. And it's just like, and, and it's kind of comical because I, when I come out, I have this like little tray, you know, like a serving tray for your dinner. Yeah, I have a tray. I bring it out, and it's like some sort of 
honorary. Got music playing, and I opened up my little uh, Monday through Sunday. Yeah, a uh, little flip thing. And, and the like, amount of money we spend per month on supplements, and we, you don't but, really even know if it. Is it doing anything? If it's doing anything. But I I will tell you this, though. Um, You guys remember when I had some sort of inflammation on my hands where it was chronically itchy. Well, you were deficient in something. Well, I got my blood work, and I don't recall exactly what it was. I think it was was, was vitamin B2. Was it chromium? Yeah. Uh, Well, whatever. It was. It was strontium. So the. the, uh, the, Thelonium. First of all, I don't know. Let's start there. Xenon. I don't know, but I will tell you that I looked at my my blood work <laughs> and I looked at all the things I was deficient at, and I bought supplements to compensate for that. And uh, two or three days after I started that regimen, um, my hands cleared up. Remember that I mean, it was like it was, they were dry. Oh yeah, and I was constantly putting salve on it, you know, and, and masturbate all the time because it itched. Yeah, um, that was the only that, reason that, that yeah. didn't happen. That, that was that, that was didn't happen at all. That's, really? that's why he's like. That's why uh, I'm doing it four times a whoa. day. That's weird. <laughs> because huh. the shaft helps. Whoa. Wow. That's what God you said. Damn. Are you feeling okay? <laughs> man, you're just coming out just coming out firing, man. I'm gonna have to take an alpha break. Well, the, the supplements the supplements sometimes I'm I'm like, I, I need to start doing it. I need to start doing it. But then another time I'm like You could be throwing money away. Does it does it really matter? Like I'm taking turmeric now. For anti-inflammatory to help with the shoulders and stuff, Is right? Turmeric, 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 turmeric. Oh yes. no, no, hold on. It's turmeric. It's turmeric for the rest of the population. Where's that thing where it goes? Turmeric. Is it turmeric or turmeric? <laughs> where you push the button? Turmeric. Turmeric. So you know, I'm taking that. And, <laughs> Three uh, And uh, you know, is it doing anything? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I have. We uh, spend so much money on supplements. I take, I take, because my shoulders are so bad, and I and I take joint. Uh, supplements mm-hmm. and i'm like is that doing anything right. i still wake up the with sore shoulders well, that, that's I've, I've done that and i've and i've tried that and i've now i'm on to like a joint it's got a, a bunch of shit in there and i'm like if i stop this am i gonna because I, I still wake up with sore are, you, shoulders. are you having a drink with insure no i'm not taking that yet mm. not yet anyway yeah well dudes like us are kind of old and we, we need to watch it I, I think it's worth it uh i wouldn't really uh, it's, it, it's hard to know. I, look, the thing yeah. is, is I, I want to make those decisions on what I'm putting in my body. And it really bothers me that the government is putting something that's clearly uh, argumentative in our water. And uh, it, it's also supposedly dumbing point, down people. I wonder if there's going to come a point where they stop doing that. Chlorine and fluoride, by the way. Yeah. Well, chlorine, you got to do it to d- disinfect the water, sanitize the water. Yeah, but there's uh, there's methods out there to filter that stuff out. I, 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 I'm just gonna have a big that. reverse osmosis. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be pricey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus the, well, whatever. But there are other ways to uh, sanitize it. That's, that is true. Well, here we are at the end of our first yeah. podcast. There we go. Shout out to the Jim Beam folks who made the, uh, the Jacobs Creek. The Hardens Creek. Uh, shout out to uh, Total Wine, Kevin. Thank you very much for hooking us up, and Amanda, Jody, and all the the folks over there, and Stan, of course. Um, Mr. Producer, thank you for being on top of stuff, dudes like us. I'm Sean. I'm Paul, and I am Jeff. <laughs>